0: This one. Okay, no long introductions tonight. You hear the theme music. This is the Fakeologist Show. We do this show Sunday through Thursday between 8 and 8.30 p.m. Toronto time. And I don't bother saying standard or daylight saving time anymore. It's just too confusing. So Toronto time, that's the same as New York City time. That should be enough for all you people around the world to find a who we are this is show number oh it's 686 and tonight we got a great show for you normally it's an ounce of salt per day it's when we go through the week's events but i took a chance and sent a quick message to tim truth of the very large and growing tim truth channel and i asked him to come do a quick hit just to tell us what he's been doing his great work on East Palestine, which i consumed many, many hours of over the last few days. And surprisingly, he did make it. So, without further ado, let's say hello to the great Tim Truth.
1: Hello, hello. It's good to be with everybody, and I hope everyone's doing good out there. Shout out to the chat, and thank you to Fakeologist for having me on. Thank you for joining, and that reminds me, I have to start up
0: the chat. Um, we're on YouTube, of course, Twitter, DLive, and um, we're also, of course, on Facotube. Facotube.com is my own video platform that you guys help support. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about, Tim Truth, because he is a content creator and he's a, he's a very technical, it seems. He, he knows how to put out good sound. He's got a, a Sennheiser mic, which I guess is the top of the pop, so that's why he sounds so awesome. And I know he has a video platform service. I think it's similar to mine, but maybe he can tell me quickly about that and how anyone who follows Tim can help support his, his work as well.
1: Yeah, thanks for that. Um, we don't need to spend too much time on it, but it's called groupdiscover.com and it's a oh. member site and it's basically a huge repository, like 24,000 videos and counting. Wow. Members can add videos and then everyone rates the videos and the best ones rise to the top. It's searchable, that kind of thing. Did you? Is that your software? Yep, uh, built it from scratch pretty much. I mean, not the database application and stuff like that, but um, yeah, that's what I used to do and how I have just a semblance of freedom in terms of uh, making this type of in-depth work possible. Uh, So I have a lot to thank computers for. And it's called GroupDiscover.com? Yep, com. .com. Okay.
0: So if someone joins up, how much does it cost and what do you get for that?
1: Well, we have a 50% off sale for the next week. So if you signed up, make sure to use coupon code FREEDOM. Okay. And it's uh, pretty cheap, just a couple of bucks a month. Not, not $2, but more like with the 50% off, it'd be like $4. I forgot exactly the amount, but okay, um, yeah, pretty reasonable. And there's a ton of great stuff. That's the really the only way to get all of my research because whenever I find a video, I put it in the repository and as do the other members. So it's a good ecosystem of uh, discoveries.
0: Can an outsider access it, though, if they want to look at it?
1: At this point, it's all locked down okay. to uh, the members. Okay. I'm kind of the other way.
0: I am do the value for value thing where I like to keep everything open. I, I'm of the opinion that truth should be free, but also user-supported for the people that can't afford it. They can live off the people that can't afford it. Kind of like a socialist system, but... Really, I just want everyone, as many people, to get the truth as possible because I think it's
1: that important. But uh, you've chosen the membership. Yeah, no, I agree with that. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I I put out a lot of stuff for free, so I don't feel too guilty.
0: No, no, I'm fine with it. I I just haven't gone into Group Discover because I'm probably too cheap to pay for it. But uh, uh, that's really interesting. So the reason I wanted to have you on tonight is I wanted to talk to you about your great research on East Palestine. And actually, somebody recommended uh, David... To me, And I talked to him, and I, I'm guessing they found David maybe through your website, through your Odyssey video. And I actually grabbed your video, I hope you don't mind, and put it on FacoTube for cross-promotion. One of the things I do when I put a video on FacoTube is, is I had the programmer put in the source. So if anyone wants to know where I got it, they can go down here to see the word source, and then they can click on it. And find out where it came from so this is obviously your odyssey channel
1: nice Yep, then that's they, awesome I, lo- I love the um source idea we do the same thing on on the platform that i launched okay and it helps people find not just the video clips but you know tune in the best channels so i'm glad you have that so i i'm kind of um
0: going back and forth with all your videos i i have uh, one of the great things about odyssey is i have my podcatcher grab the odyssey video and pull it onto my phone and then it downloads it And then I can listen to it without uh, streaming when I'm on the road, which is where I do most of my listening. So that, for some reason, I got uh, crossed up with your huge East Palestine series. So I'm, I think I've listened to the latest and then I'm going backwards because I guess my phone didn't download them because Odyssey was giving trouble for the last couple of weeks. And uh, so now I just finished your three and a half hour Marathon with David, and that was just packed with information. I was extremely impressed with that one.
1: Yeah, that was a fun one, and the the insights were and revelations were just flowing. So we kept it going, and uh, yeah, you know, sometimes I have these long sprawling shows, and I feel bad because I know people don't have, you know, all the time in the world. So I do try to be very considerate about, you know, packing the info in and not just putting together a four hour show for the hell of it. Um, So I really like the the boiled down you know 10 minute 20 minute shows is you know my favorite um but some you know it's kind of like that quote yeah sorry for my letter's so long but i didn't have time to (laughs) to to shorten shorten it to whittle it down so um sometimes i like to take the time though and and just compress it and edit it way the hell down
0: so are you a full-time uh truth seeker investigative reporter because it's these days
1: yes okay
0: and how, how do you make a living doing that? Is it just through the usership, the donations, or the, the memberships to your
1: site? Is there enough there to keep you going? Well, you know, I hardly do. <laughs> okay. It's just scraping by. Um, but, you know, one day I hope to make a living.
0: Okay. Yeah, okay. I Because you can tell, you're. I know how long it takes to do anything, and you, you do videos, and that's got to be one of the hardest things to do, put together all these screenshots and these... Uh, these uh these
1: um whatever you call them these thumbnails it's a lot of work so yeah, I the can trick t- is just to put it all into muscle memory and mm-hmm. not overthink it just not let the the perfect be the enemy of the good and just keep churning it out you're doing so much research is this your biggest
0: project this east palestine thing that you've ever done
1: no it's just um i, I see the opportunity to jump on it it's very reminiscent to COVID. i'm not sure if we're on youtube probably are aren't we well, I, I can turn
0: YouTube off if you want to start talking uh, anything COVID. I have no problem, and that's usually what I do. So there's actually no- I don't want
1: to. I, I, I don't think <laughs> I'm going to step on any landmines here, but you know how okay. uh, petty they are. I'm just, I know they you are. Know, amazed at the the parallels. I'll see if I can avoid anything that would be strikeable.
0: Well, I'll just um, I'll, I'll just tell everyone on YouTube go to tube and we're going to hang up on YouTube right now. So we'll do that. Everyone go to tube. Okay. So there, they're gone. <laughs> now right. speak
1: your truth, man. Well, I just think it's interesting how they're rolling out these agendas, um, starting with the people who should be resisting them. Yeah. If anybody should be resisting the eco-fascism, it should be the conservatives, but they pick a location to do this in to make people you know, grovel and demand it, and then it'll be easy once they expand into the liberal regions who just do whatever the TV tells them to do.
0: Yeah, I thought that was a great thought, and Tim, Tim Osman of IPS says similar things. So, yeah, I think that's a fantastic idea. (laughs) So what is, you've done so much research. Do you have a, are you in a resting place where you pretty much have figured out the East Palestine event? Do
1: you have a conclusion? Are you at a conclusion stage right now in your research? You know what I think about it as, you know, I played water polo in college, Mm -hmm. water polo goalie. And um, it kind of conditioned me to just blocking shots. It's like all you do in goal. And, um, that's kind of the mindset I have here. It's still ongoing. I don't know exactly what they're going to do, but I have to kind of, or maybe a better analogy would be a game of chess where you don't know exactly what moves they're going to make, but you still have to try to guess 10 moves ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just kind of feel like I'm playing a game of chicken in my coverage with these uh, EPA fascists. And so th- what I'm really trying to do is get out ahead of this and <laughs> stop my friends and... um Fellow channels in the same genre as myself for making huge mistakes, and I think you know that mm. if we change their trajectory this early on, it can make a big difference. Like think back to COVID; mm. it was the conservatives, the Republicans, uh, freaking out about those videos from China in mm-hmm. the early days of that uh, pandemic. It's not even a pandemic; uh, <laughs> it's you know it's just all a psyop. It's a simulation so, of a pandemic. It's it's a simulation.
0: That's the best way. Right. And-
1: it was planned and they called it a pandemic but right. <laughs> i don't i don't obviously concede that it was
0: no obviously uh, to, it's 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 a cold it's the sniffles and then they they basically weaponized weaponized it weaponized the concept but i think the weapon is the vaccine i don't know where you stand on that but i think that is the that is the bioweapon it's the vaccine it always has been the vaccine every single Almost every single ailment that you can attribute to to modern man is most likely chemical poisoning, whether it be atmospheric or directly injected. And I think our children or ingested or ingested. You know, yeah, one,
1: one that I really honed in on that pissed a lot of people off was the ivermectin. Yeah, I and thought that. you were bang on on that research. Actually, I support you. Yeah, I'm I'm proud of that. I don't like the word proud, but um, I felt like that was a test for me. It's just like, I'm going to say whatever I want. I know it's going to piss people off, but these people need to hear what I found and I'm not going to pull any punches. Um, It could prevent some overdoses. So I like to, you know, uh, think maybe I helped somebody not overdose on ivermectin.
0: Yeah, exactly. So did anything, I tried to watch that horrible movie, White Noise. I, I fell asleep. Early on into the movie, and then when I woke up, started watching again. I I
1: couldn't I couldn't go any further. I saw the I train. Can barely cr- skim, uh, yeah, yeah. I can barely skim. Yeah, I barely skimmed the Wikipedia. I, I, I saw I, catastrophic train crash. Yeah, uh, airborne toxic event. Yeah, they had to evacuate the whole town. Yeah, and it was filmed in East Palestine. Right. It's just like what are the odds? It's right. it's impossible for that just to be a coincidence. Right. And I do expect there to be an evacuation. Mm-hmm. I think that's where this is leading up to. Even at this late date, it's a month later. Yep. I think they're still playing this out and uh, they're hoping that more people would clamor for dioxin testing. And I don't know if you saw, um, I put out a video about this yesterday. Um, Indiana just came out with their dioxin test levels. Yeah, I think I I watched that. Everybody's spin was pretty interesting in my opinion because on its face, the levels were well above the EPA's uh, screening levels for dioxin. But Everyone was just repeating the conclusion, which was Indiana saying that it's safe enough to go into the landfill, which is a totally different question than the EPA saying it's safe to live next to. Now, I don't think there's a, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm torn here because I do think that environmental toxins are a real problem. And I think this is an agenda. And I think they want people freaking out about the toxins to push their next leg of the agenda, so I just have to be very careful. I want anybody who is, you know, victimized by any chemicals that might have been set off, to be, uh, you know, to receive justice. But I don't want to fall into any traps or take any bait. Yeah, and you've got me questioning the whole idea of dioxins now.
0: And I think you're going. I think you're 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 following the, the correct path. I have a funny feeling that dioxins, this this broad class of <laughs> um, car. What do they call these uh, hydrocarbons that have the right. double oxygen on them or the around? The, right. Yeah. I I have a funny feeling that this is the the boogie virus. The um, the next leg. The, yeah. The sequencing next that's stage. in the atmosphere. So we've done. You know they 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 fake um, they fake the microscopy that's in our bodies that we can't see or verify, and now out of our bodies in the environment they they have this thing called dioxins which is a really general chemical term I suppose to describe all kinds of different things but they just they've 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 made they put terror into the into the word and now that's gonna be their leverage to get people off the land which seems crazy but (laughs) the way you describe it 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 sounds very feasible very possible
1: well I'm I'm fascinated by seeing how they roll out their agendas and Mm. I think, you know, a big part of this is prepping people. Um, I think people underestimate the power of prepping before an event happens. Mm -hmm. I think the, the time before the event happens when the powers that be and their propagandists know what's about to happen is way more important than spinning it after the fact. And people aren't even really clued in or conscience conscious of what's about to happen. So they're totally oblivious and they're just, you know, it's all pouring into their, their subconscious. And, um, it, you know, I have an example in my childhood. I, I won this, uh, autograph, some stupid autograph at the arcade. It was a random autograph, autograph. You open it up, pull it out. And it was this random football player. And I was pissed off because I was hoping it'd be someone I knew. So I, <laughs> I had this plan. I gave it to my brother a few weeks later for Christmas. But in the meantime, I just hyped this guy who I'd never heard of for like, three weeks or something. And when he got it, he was so happy. And he was just like over the moon. It was re- the, the contrast between you know how I reacted and how he reacted was um immense. Because you and preconditioned I him. I preconditioned him. And wow. if think about if I tried to spin it after the fact. If I gave it to him and I said, No, this guy's really great. He's awesome. It wouldn't have he still would be like, well you're just saying that because that's what you got me. Right. <laughs> right. I mean? Totally different effect. So I, yeah. Brilliant. Totally different effect. And I think that the same thing is true with dioxins. And um, they're really, uh, there might even be agents in the field pushing this dioxin fear mongering Mm -hmm. um, ahead of the New York Times, ahead of the Washington Post, the same with COVID. And I do think that this is going to be the next agenda and they need people to fear the dioxin. Just like they had them fear of radiation, which I don't think uh, exists in the way they
0: describe it when it comes to nuclear because I don't believe in nuclear anything. I think the whole nuclear science is a complete hoax as well. So that's a whole other story. I don't know where you stand on that. But uh, yeah, dioxins, chemical poisoning in in one one billionth parts per million is it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to think that we could even possibly detect something that minute.
1: Right. Like what? I don't know how anyone has any faith. The EPA can tell you how many parts per billion of the different dioxins there are and take that on. It's interesting too, um how all these people are freaking out about dioxins. And we just got the first test result from Indiana the other day. Nobody has any idea whether they're actually running these tests. Right. But um, I'm surprised how little testing there's there's been on it, given how much freaking out there's been. Either that I think or, in the future they'll have their tests
0: and I bet you they'll be faulty. Right, they'll be the PCR test of the environment which right. PCR test is actually the process, the PCR process by definition is not even a test, it's a process of amplification. <laughs> so it's uh, they, they twisted another scientific uh, mumbo jumbo into something something big which it is not. Just, so it is not a it is not a real test of anything. So it's it's the same idea. So do you think right. do you think a train actually derailed there or do you think we're just looking at an old movie set or there's nothing there at all and they just filmed the whole event at right during the movie
1: under the cover of a movie? See, I'm glad we broached this subject because this is where I differ from you and Tim Osman. but okay. I, I appreciate the differences and I appreciate where you guys are coming from. Sure. It makes me feel more confident taking it as far as I do yeah. um, because I don't go as far because I, I think there has to be, um, some semblance mm-hmm. of truth to it. I, I don't think that they could have gotten away, like not had any train crash in this case or not actually mm-hmm. blown up these buildings at some point in New York. Right. Um, so my, my I kind of have to. Aug- it's kind of like augmented reality, how sure. I see it. Not totally fake, but mm-hmm. they they you know will insert plain graphics or mm-hmm. um, misrepresent why the train crash. Maybe right. put a flare underneath it so people think, oh well, it must be the the overheated axis.
0: Um, right. Yeah. I was listening so f- to you talk yeah, about that today.
1: I think they they crashed a, a train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now was it full of vinyl chloride? I have no idea. Right. So you think there actually was a physical train
0: derailment and um, something actually was leaking out of it and they might have actually ignited it?
1: Well, I think there was a big fire, like a wall of fire, as those different shots showed. I don't know if that was originally in the cargo of the train or if that was, you know, some additional accelerant added. Right. But um, you're, you're so are you suggesting that you don't think that there was an actual train crash?
0: I'm just taking the information
1: from you and from Tim Osman and
0: I I didn't even I wasn't even on this this story until like I guess 2 weeks later. I don't know if that was by design that they accelerated this thing into the community 2 weeks later. I don't I That was don't, a
1: weird a, weird, a yeah. weird pivot. Yeah,
0: I noticed. Yeah. That. So I I'm I'm leaning towards the idea that uh, it I, I I that's why I think it's so important to understand the 9/11 magic show yeah. where they Everything is filmed in advance because you need time to make sure everything fits together, all the timing's right, people need to review the work, find errors, maybe do some corrections, do some editing. Editing, as you know, takes a lot of time. So if they could have if they could have created a movie that they release a different part of every single day, I'm sure they have a calendar where they say, okay, this is the day when we say the event happened and then we cordon off the area. And in this case, they could cordon off a large section of the town, maybe have um, some of the masons of the town that run the, run the county, uh, make sure that uh, the area is cleared out, and then they could say it's for, uh, they could just say it's for a train derailment. They don't really need much explanation, and, and then they just manage the situation like any other uh, hoax drill, and uh, I, I'm, I'm only getting that from what you say, from what Dave says, and from what I think happened on nine eleven, and- Well, I, I mean, there's I, also the mm-hmm. footage
1: I think is key. And it's not, mm-hmm. it's obviously not proof that it's real. Right. But, you know, when I was a kid, I studied magic and it was an interesting mm. uh, eye-opening experience for me. And I, I liked the whole process. Right. And that somebody would trick you and then you'd be like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I wonder how they did it. Okay. Let me buy the trick for 20 bucks. Right. And then they teach you how it works. And, um, you know, I, th- I always thought that was interesting. Now I don't at all. I hate magic. It's Absolutely such
0: a letdown example. when you know how it works because it's so simple. And right. You think, how did I miss this?
1: How could <laughs> I be so stupid? <laughs> but it, you know, having to deal with the nuts and the bolts of deception yeah. is interesting. Now looking at these types of events because I need a, I need a real, you know, real explanation that actually mm-hmm. addresses all the anomalies. And yeah. there's so many videos that I've seen of you know drone shots flying over the the trains piled up. Right. You know the Occam's razor. Explanation to me is they somehow raked this train to crash at that point, right? Um, and if you have access to the train, mm-hmm. I feel like some combination of explosives, cutter charges, decouplers, uh, brakes being applied at certain points. Mm-hmm. You know, they had the, the they had two locomotives, you know, two train engines at the front. Yeah, I heard that another, today. Another one, like a hundred cars back or something. like One o
0: nine. Did you notice that COVID nineteen?
1: One o nine. Interesting one. Oh 109. yeah,
0: 109. Good they point. love
1: their numerology. And,
0: I can't get but away if you, from if it. If you
1: have, my point is if you have some of the trains breaking or some of the cars breaking and you, you pile drive it with that third locomotive. Yeah. I don't think it'd be that hard. And, um, but it is interesting what you bring up in the context of that movie, white noise. Did you see the budget on that movie? Yeah. And that was the other, that was the other clue. A hundred million
0: dollars for what? It's a right. lot of special effects or are they spreading the money throughout the County to make this happen? A hundred
1: million dollars. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's a fortune. And, um, yeah. I mean, you look at the box office, it's like a a fraction.
0: It said 75,000
1: and was, was it was it like, even released? Expect to happen. It was a stupid I mean Yeah. Did it even you,
0: hit, you hit the theaters or did could. um Did it even hit the theaters or did uh what's his name um or did uh Netflix Am, spend net, the whole yeah. thing?
1: I mean, it's probably going to be profitable in the long run given all this and they can actually get people to watch it now. But um and maybe even not <laughs> I mean, that's such a big uh, gap for them to fill, but it's so ridiculous. And they actually did a real train crash in that movie. So was that a real train, craft or
0: train, train crash or was that uh, CGI? I, I, I heard that they actually filmed.
1: Yeah, I heard that I heard mm-hmm. they actually filmed the train crash. And so that's interesting. They could, you know, practice and uh, do a dress rehearsal and everything. But um, I mean, there are some interesting aspects from your perspective of it all being fake like the evacuation orders you mentioned. I think that's really suspect. You know, that could give them some time to plant more explosives or uh, fuel.
0: Or you know, just, uh, fuel out. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's always the simplest way. I just don't think we need to overcomplicate it. Now, I know trains derail. They say that uh, three trains a day derail in the United States. It's
1: certainly possible. I'm
0: not um,
1: going to dispute that. I don't think that. it makes sense, though, as an, just a hapstance accident. Mm-hmm. no. That doesn't make any sense, given the the. Okay, okay. Of if the there
0: client. was no movie done, then it would really weaken the simulation case. But the fact that there's this movie, this horrible movie, just
1: staring it in the face, as preconditioning. They have done it in any town? Why did they do it in the same town? That's what I don't get. It's almost like they were trying to draw attention. Well, exactly. It's because the th- or they were trying to pay people off in the community with that hundred million dollars.
0: Right. Or just because when there's a drill, go like. Like how many times do we have to hear the idea that they're conducting a an active shooter drill in a school and then all of a sudden it goes live. Now that defies logic, it defies probability. But they pull this stunt all the time. They say, "Oh, all of a sudden a real a real shooter just showed up at the drill." Please, give me a break. It's ridiculous. But that's how all right, of these things right. go. So this is this is a person And perf- all the
1: targets, the targets of the shooters is very suspicious as well. It'd be like a country, um, country music festival, right? Or a school. So this like is a perfect is analog for civil engineering.
0: So yeah. this, you're laying the case, yeah, and maybe but you don't, I might say, yeah, go ahead, Frank.
2: I might say, gunning people at country music festivals—that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. You're just saying because it's country and they have guns. <laughs> That's no, no. I'm just you're just being facetious. Uh, notorious, uh, exactly. But seriously, you—I don't know if you know—you're laying the case that the, Tim, that this, this, this movie, right alongside, right in pretty much the same place. Uh, it really—that's
1: not, not the case I'm making. I don't think it actually makes any sense to say that it's not a real train crash. Why wouldn't they crash a train?
0: Okay, because I mean, if they just say he, they crashed a train, doesn't have the same effect. They're
1: still going to get well, what you they can, want. You can see, I mean, I've, I've looked at a lot of the video and I've looked at it through the lens of how do they do this magic trick and I think they had to actually crash the train. I mean, it just makes the most sense. You okay. just have the train going down the track and you slam on the brakes and it piles up. I mean, what's the difference between that and faking a train uh, crash? I'm, Go ahead, Frank.
2: I must admit that I don't, don't agree
0: with you, Tim. I I think... Which Tim? There's two of us here.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're calling yourself
1: happy, right? Yeah, right. Tim Truth. <laughs> but yeah. So you Tim think they truth, dropped them I, in with planes, uh, or I mean, not planes, uh, cranes or something? No, like, uh, how, no, how, how did they get the train cars uh, there? I don't know. There,
0: I don't know if we can prove there were train cars there. Them, or yeah.
1: CGI.
0: And that's
2: the other problem. We don't know anything. About... The, the issue, of, the issue of having a crash is it can be a bit of control.
0: I mean, we don't. It's not easy to. It's not as controllable as a movie set. That's the that's the thing. So isn't that interesting Tim you're not presenting it as a simulation but when I listen to all your evidence that you're putting forth is it my confirmation bias that's making me think that way because maybe it is I'm so conditioned to drills and using movies to to put everyone in the places that they would be if it was real it's really interesting how I'm drawing that out of your research and you're not even presenting it as such I think that's pretty fascinating. The yeah, other I'm not problem sure what's with
2: having drawing. an actual derailment the other, the other problem with having an actual derailment is if there is someone around that gets caught up in it right um, a real there's, person There's real liability for the, for the people
0: right
1: yeah I, I just, yeah I mean
2: I mean if I, i'm just thinking i'm putting myself in their shoes if i was in their shoes yeah. wanting to do those things i don't think i would use a an actual derailment to do it
1: and, I just and, don't understand I, what, what you guys are proposing is, as your, it, your explanation though. They like well, pull I, up some, some I guess, video of it I, guess and, I think walk that, me through that the
2: whole thing was filmed. Yeah, I guess I think the whole thing was filmed um at the time the movie was made. Right. And then they've just simply reconstructed the set um at this time if they have bothered to do that. I don't know, I haven't been there. I can't Can you get to the location and physically do all that stuff? Can you verify that there are
0: Yeah, did Dave actually go down, Dave from Ohio, did he actually go down to the site 15 miles away from
1: where he lived and go check it out? I don't think Dave saw the pileup or anything like that, but he's not my evidence. My evidence is the drone shots. Okay, but how do you know when the drone shots were taken? Well, I just look at all of the drone shots and the the different people involved. I mean I I just be amazed. I mean I don't even understand exactly what you guys are claiming. It seems like you really haven't researched it well, okay, too much so let, and you're let, just saying it's fake.
0: Let me Well let me. Well, I'll let me, I'll uh, I'll admit I haven't really researched that. it. Yeah, other, what, yeah, go ahead, Frank. Uh, what
2: what about what are the what about the idea that the one of the actors at least lives in the same area by coincidence as where the film was to can end? You know, that the people that um People that are in
0: the movie end up being in the real live. Yeah, they're in the they're in the town and they're they're actual yeah. witnesses, just as as if they were in the movie.
1: Did you? Did I think you? it's fascinating, and I think that there's something to it. Okay. I come to a different conclusion though, uh, given the the aerial footage. Okay. And the fires. Where where
0: is the aerial footage? Do you have that in any of your videos? Because I, I must Yeah, not, scroll down a little bit. Scroll down. I'll tell you which
1: one. And okay. And then I know I've got to get up
0: out of here for your next guest. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll click on content because I think I was looking at new Search
1: uh, East Palestine in that little box at the top right. Okay. I'll do that.
0: Let's close this guy here. East Palestine. Right up here. This box? Mm-hmm. Okay. Palestine.
1: No, 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 no. The, the channel box. Where Sorry. is? Yeah. On that's, the right under the... To the top, like on the right, under the banner.
0: Oh, right. Okay, this is the right. Okay, East Palestine. Okay, yeah. No Toward East. I
1: won't dispute that you have done way
0: more research. I I'm just giving you my just overall uh, confirmation bias.
1: Okay, so I've got East Palestine. So I, scroll down. Um, I can't see it with the banners. Yeah. The, and I don't like some of these titles. Looking back, Ohio mass poisoning. Okay. See
0: that on the right. this
1: one here. So this yeah. is the one with the drones? This was the one where I just took all the footage I could find, scoured the internet, and I just put it all in a playlist just kind of to archive the the video uh, evidence. Okay. And I'm then, gonna look
0: it up. I I, I like I said, I, I'm sort of going back and forth on your on your different videos. So I'm I'm behind. So I'm downloading everything and researching because I think your analysis is fantastic. And even though I have I have my own Extreme filters that you don't probably, and that's why I'm drawing different conclusions just from
1: your research. So you're yeah, I just me. want the truth. I, I just yeah. want the truth. So I do not too. For me, about like pushing any certain agenda. Oh, if me I too. Had a better explanation. That's what I'd go for. Um, me,
0: me, too. And that's why I wanted to have you on. Um, if you if you don't mind, I'd like to have you back um, because this is an ongoing thing. So if you want to keep discussing it and explaining it, I'd I'd love to have you back on.
1: Yeah, we could definitely uh, see if the stars align with that. It's, okay. it's tricky with all the the stuff I'm juggling, but um, okay. it's been a real pleasure chatting and uh, yeah, no, let's talk again.
0: No, I appreciate you coming on. This was supposed to be a quick hit, but I had a funny feeling that uh, we could probably pick your brain for an hour
1: so. Um, I'd rather talk about uh, 9-11. I wish we had had some time for that, but uh, maybe on the next show. Oh,
0: I'd, hey, hey, listen, I, I don't mind talking about 9-11. It brings me back to the, the origins of the show. I've kind of uh, transitioned to COVID and of course, you got your East Palestine, but I'll I'll talk about nine eleven anytime. So for sure, we'll we'll definitely have to have you back.
1: Sounds good. And, and I, check out you might like you might like a video I put out the other day. Um, did you have you ever seen my last question? It's um, yeah Ace Baker's. Yes, uh, I saw that before Simon Shack. I saw Simon Shack well before I was immersed in Simon Shack. I love his work. Yeah, uh, but then I saw Ace Baker just the other day, and it just blew my mind. And he brought up some really interesting points. So I, I kind of re-uploaded a little snippet that I edited together. Um, it's got like a yellow and red thumbnail. So check that out if you're looking for some 9-11 stuff. But I'll let you get going with the rest of your
0: show. I will look for that. But uh, I think that Ace Baker came out to address September Clues. Musician, um, <laughs> the whole thing. It was a it was a pretty, a pretty obvious rip-off that was a, a bit of a tribute to Simon Shack, I thought, but I saw it before September Clues that I even knew it existed. So, but I will look it up, Tim. Tim, excellent work. Everyone go to Tim Truth and everyone go support Tim Truth through groupdiscover.com. You guys, we have to, we have to support uh, independent websites and investigators. These, they're telling the real truth for sure. So um, everyone support Tim Truth and his work for sure. Thank you, Tim and tim is already gone (laughs) so good well that that was amazing now we're going to bring on our our guest and we normally don't have two guests but this is just the way things work out that you know you you put a couple offers out and you double book sometimes by accident and then everyone decides hey i'm going to come on so christine massey welcome to the fakeologist show hello
3: Hey Ab,
0: how are you doing? I'm great. I there's so much stuff to reveal and so much exciting stuff going on. That's every now and then I need to take a break from the virus uh, vaccine wars. Uh, just it's burned. It's been three years of just frying my mm-hmm. brain. I need I need a good yeah. psyop slash simulation slash train crash to get into.
3: It it sounds like you were having an interesting discussion. I wish I had logged in earlier. I think I'll check out Tim's channel uh afterwards.
0: I love independent researchers. You're an independent researcher. Tim Truth is a independent researcher. And I don't know how these how people like you can just focus on one thing and just really tear it apart and just
3: yeah. it,
0: it it's just amazing to me that he's he's latched onto this train thing. He doesn't even live in Ohio. <laughs> so Oh, right. I can understand if it was yeah. my backyard, but uh, he's in, I think he's in Houston, but he's doing really good work. And uh, yeah, I'm
3: going to check him out. Yeah. I've heard of Tim Truth over the years, but I, I have to admit, I don't know anything about him. I've never, I don't think I've seen any of his videos. So
0: he's been around for quite a while. And yeah. one of the things, one of the reasons I like to have guests and I like to I only wanted him to come on for five minutes because I, I've been watching his stuff. I said, just come on, do a quick hit. Tell everyone about your work. Uh, tell them about your channel. And then, because he was he was hard to track down and um, wow. he's he's really busy, as he said. So I didn't even think he'd come on. So I apologize wow. for moving you a bit, but I figured, okay, someone like this agrees, <laughs> then I better get him on because he's doing yeah. some great work. So yeah, it's uh, I love cross-promoting because, yeah, how else do you find out about people like Tim Truth or Christine Massey? Uh, you don't. Mm-hmm. You need referrals. You're not. Exactly. Google's not going right. to present you.
3: Exactly, and the big big platforms uh, gaslight us. So.
0: Yeah. So how you be- how you be- how stuff. you been? Are you staying out of jail? <laughs>
3: <laughs> there's a, there's a warrant for my arrest right now, but that's been since december 19th and they haven't come looking for me so oh wow yeah I'm, I'm okay so far
0: are you still in the same area do you want to give your location is there bail out that i can maybe collect I, I on you <laughs> a
3: bail? no there's no bail um i'm i'm in
0: i'm, I'm just, in the
3: toronto area, i'm just
0: I i'm say. just i'm just joking because obviously they yeah. know where you live. So they if they wanted to get you, wouldn't they just come to your house? Yeah,
3: they know where. Yeah, so that's been, I mean, the first few days I was really nervous. Yeah, I know, I was of course. A lot of anxiety the first few days. And I knew that they were planning on, um, you know, sometimes they they just arrest you and then release you right away without taking you yeah. to the police stations. I knew they were planning on do that, but still just the whole experience of getting arrested and having more charges Oh, it's ridiculous. I just didn't with that, so yeah.
0: Oh man, do, yeah, you, do
3: you so, ever,
0: but well after, Sorry. Go for it. Go.
3: Once once a few days passed and they didn't come looking for me. They have a warrant out for myself and a friend, and they didn't come to either of our houses because where we live there's security cameras, and they haven't come. So I'm obviously not a priority to them. So.
0: Is this all because that you serve this? Um, Public health guy, the paperwork. That one day, and is that what? It no, is?
3: that one actually. That one is still ongoing. But we actually had some good news recently. So mm. with that one, they they initially there were two charges, and they dropped one way back in um, June, and then but they're still pursuing the second charge. And but we had some good news with that one because what happened was um, when the medical officer first called the police on us. The first um, police officer that showed up and investigated, she actually refused to lay any charges against us. And then she told him that she's not laying charges. And then he said, oh, I'm gonna call the, the chief of police and talk to him. And so she got called into the station and months and months later, we found out that they charged her with neglect of duty and insubordination and something else. Oh, so they charged brother. her because she would not charge us. And they, they pressured her, the, the chief pressured her. It's all in her police notes.
0: What great so conscious. Great conscious, huh? I'm wow. Sorry? Great conscious. Yeah, it,
3: it's really, really awful. And this is um, an amazing lady. Like, mm. this is, I mean, police in general, and I have to, like, I'm not a fan of police officers in general, like they just rub me the wrong way in general. Yeah. But this lady um, seems to be quite different. And I've heard this is not the first time she got in trouble for doing the right thing. And she actually, there's a news report from years ago. She jumped into a, a lake in the wintertime and saved someone's life. Wow. So this is like an admirable woman. You know, she seems to be an honorable yes. lady who's trying to do the right thing. Yeah. So it's wonderful. So kudos to her. her name is Alicia McGriskin. I'll give her some <laughs> a little boost there. So anyway, we had some good news recently about uh, a few weeks ago. I think we found out they seem to have dropped the charges against her because they were doing public hearings. And um, like in her case, and then there was a news report. This was all in Peterborough. There was a news report and they were saying how there, there's not going to be any more public hearings. And it was really amazing because previously the the media had done hit pieces on us and, you know, they were spinning us as all those terrible, crazy anti-vaxxers. But this piece, it was actually really good. And they, (laughs) they quoted someone, saying that um they had gone that the charges against her were political and that she had done the right thing she had stood up for what was right and they quoted they talked about the video that shows everything that happened because it shows that we did absolutely nothing wrong and they quoted her how she was telling us okay well you know i'm not saying anything you guys did anything wrong and you're free to go kind of thing so it, that was a really nice development. Now the crown is still going after my colleague and I, but uh, I think at least more people realize now we, we didn't do anything wrong. So
0: Okay, by the way, I, I'm now restreaming on YouTube again because uh, until we come up to a dangerous topic, uh, I'll just keep playing the game where I'll turn YouTube on and off. But of course, our main platform is Facotube, Facotuube.com. That's where we, that's where we come on. And, uh, yeah, that's our main platform, and that's where all the comments go. And uh, Dave J says, here, here for the Frank Show. Frank, I'm really sorry that um, Frank had an agenda today. We usually do a a convene on Thursdays, but uh, I've kind of dominated, Um, and, of course, the guests. So, Frank, if you have anything you want to ask Christine Massey, let me know um, if you're still there.
2: No, but I I, I obviously
0: want to
3: and thank you for great work oh thank
0: you Frank is in Geelong Corporation of Victoria Co- Corporation of Australia and uh, oh, okay. Frank actually is a um, well Frank explain to Christine because I think she might be interested in all your work and research surrounding uh, that group that uh, Australian group I sorry I forget the name of it right now
2: well, yeah, sure. There, well, there's a couple of. Um, I, I, you're probably working out for yourself, Christine, well and truly more than anyone that that the, it appears that the the governments of the Anglosphere are operating under the color of law. Uh,
0: yeah, hey, Frank, just, lean into yeah. your mic a bit. You're really poppy, and uh, is that? Oh, yeah, le- okay. is lean that into anywhere? it, man. How about that? Oh, that's better. Come on now. That's where 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 you been? <laughs> Okay, I, I, I've got a new mic, Christine.
2: Um, it's um, nothing like as good as my previous one. I, I just managed oh. to break my other mic putting the USB port oh. in. So Okay, that's my uh, so yeah. it So, in this, these groups are really looking at one of the key issues for the Commonwealth nations is that um, in the 70s, each of the countries in Australia, for example, we've got the Queen of Australia. Canada, I think, got the Queen of Canada.
0: It's a king now. now
2: the, well, even whatever it is, the the key problem is that um, according to British law, the crown cannot be divided. So what that means is that the Queen of Canada, as at as the time that these changes took place, I'm talking about, does not exist.
3: Oh, so there okay. Is a,
2: And then the the problem is further compounded by the fact that uh, Britain joined the European Union and and ceded sovereignty for some period of time uh, to the European Parliament. All of these things have caused all sorts of mayhem. So it appears that in Australia that it's not likely that any any, uh, legislation passed since 1972 has any validity at all. Uh, and I would suggest that, the same is that's true. That's really
3: interesting.
2: In and you're saying the same, 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 um, same as in Canada? Uh, yeah. It's almost certain that the same is true in Canada.
3: Well, you know what? like, Yeah, sorry.
2: No, go no it's a, a, please go ahead.
3: Um, like I personally haven't researched what I'm about to say that much, but I know other people have and I know like the whole idea that Canada is even a country with a constitution is challenged. Um, apparent, I always forget the details. This is going way, way back. Apparently queen, not the last queen Elizabeth for her, I guess it was her mother. Victoria. Um, Victoria. We, 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 the trouble
2: started with Victoria.
3: Yeah. Apparently she, she there was something called the British North America act. And then she, apparently she repealed it, I think before she died. And Basically, everything about Canada is like totally fake like this is and there's a website called um the myth is Canada and he this yeah. guy has um dug um i'm forgetting his name but he's he's really dug down into this a lot, and so if some other people And I'm always terrible remembering details like this, but apparently the whole thing is in question. And years ago I heard about this and I tried contacting, uh, this was before I knew about freedom of information. So I just Mm -hmm. wrote to politicians and I was asking them like, "Uh, can you show me the actual documents where everything was properly signed off? Like, you know, the correct number of people so that they had quorum or whatever was required. And like, nobody, they, they never gave it to me, like they're they kept acting like, "Oh, it's there somewhere, but um, so yeah. it seems like with Canada, the whole country is just completely uh, like in question, and it's all and I mean then some people would argue too, even if even if it was legit in that regard, like still, who are these people? They're just people, right, like telling the rest of us what to do, making these man made rules and whatnot, but yeah, oh, and I know true. there's sorry. It's not quite that
2: simple. What What's happened mm-hmm. is that is that um, there is there are mechanisms by which they've gained control, and because we haven't repudiated them, uh, the assumption is that we have agreed to it, and mm-hmm. so there is a there is a process of um, rebu- rebu- rebutting those assumptions. Uh, yeah, and another particular fellow that I, th- I find very interesting is called Christian Remedy in Law, and he's okay. on a um, on a site called uh, Canada is penniless now, where he's conducting. Oh. what is it called? Canada um, is penny penniless. Canada is penniless.
0: Yeah, that's a
2: website. And we um, look it up. Well, it's a it's a. Um, I, I can. Pro- I'm on the wrong computer to provide all the details to Canada is penniless, but he is. Uh, conducting seminars about how to assert yourself as being a, um, in other words, the kingdom of Christ has come, in in his mm. view, and that we are, our king is Jesus Christ, and our, if mm. you like, our kingdom is is the heavenly Jerusalem above. Mm. Um, I personally yeah. find that to be very powerful. System uh, and it's certainly, I think it's worth considering to that. Yeah, but the for other sure.
0: people in Australia, the people in Australia, well, Frank, your uh, Frank, your uh, internet was the worst and he was popping and now he's gone. Uh, I just looked up Canada as com, and uh, that domain is for sale only $1,995 oh, no. if you want to buy it, Christine. <laughs> But
3: uh, I know. Yes, right. Go for it. Uh, There's another um, thing I came across a while back pertaining to Australia. And it was, uh, uh, I could email it to you later. I can't think of the name of the website right now. But there was a guy who, he ran into difficulties. He was trying to import a car to Australia. And he was running into all these crazy requirements that were being put on him by some Australian institution right anyway the more and more he delved into it he came to realize that you know how we we're just saying like there could be like a le- quote unquote legit government that actually goes back to the crown and what, however that's all supposed to work but he discovered I'll just call that the legit government even though not everyone would consider that legit he discovered that there was a whole other side to government like all these fake institutions I'll call them that they're just corporations that are set up and they don't trace back to that quote unquote legit government at all and they're just basically masquerading and like they have they they, they use a whole oh it's a great website and he has a documentary about it It was really interesting and he they have different they use different logos like you know the
0: when did they do this because with with the whole public health Corporations; those are charities, and their great, the biggest donor is the government of Canada. So they were set up as arm's mm. length charity. So public health of Canada and public health of Ontario they have nothing to do with the government. They're they're private charities. Do you know that? Oh,
3: is that right? And, I didn't even know that. Oh, know that yeah. Public health it was a journey.
0: Yes. Well, yeah, one of the one of the, so slots much, of right? one of the of hands that occurring
2: one of the of hand that occurring in Australia is that the The government of Australia should really be called the Commonwealth government or the the government of the Commonwealth of Australia. Yes. And they are issuing letters and envelopes. In fact, my wife got one yesterday from the Australian government. Who are they? right we have
3: freedom of information responses from the australian government their department of yeah. health or whatever and yeah, yeah that's exactly what this guy was talking about it should be the commonwealth of australia and there are i guess be. some institutions under that but then you have all these other fake ones and they even have a different you know their great seal or whatever they call it They're exactly basically their logo they have a yeah. different logo, so he yeah. what he started doing. You probably know what I'm going to say. Like, see, he started writing letters to them and being like, "Okay, you know, I'll pay all these fees or taxes that yeah. you're demanding of me if you can prove that prove you're the government, to me that you're actually like legit government. Yeah, you're yeah. part of the government, and they're they, they had back and forth, and they would never answer his questions. And they're private intimidate. corporations.
2: Now that level yeah, of frustration." That's the level of frustration where from there you start moving into a, uh, the techniques taught by another group that I follow called Solutions Empowerment, where they okay. say, okay, in that case we're now operating under the rules of equity, where you ask a question three times and if they do not provide an answer, then they are acknowledging that your claim is correct.
3: Right. Yeah, it's, you know, I find like, that.
2: That back and forth, that back and forth that goes on is too frustrating otherwise. You, you really, once you've asked a question three times, that's that's it done and dusted. You've proved your point. Right. And, and does that's, that relate that's the rules of equity.
3: Okay. How does that relate to. Go
2: ahead.
3: Does that have anything to do with the. Because then there's the UCC stuff too, right? And people are trying to do things in commerce and. Send notices, yes, and often there's three times there too. So is that like um, yes. the same kind
2: of thing? So it's in, in so, use, yeah, it's called the rules of equity.
3: Okay, okay. Uh, now I'm not um, an
2: expert at these things. I'm really pointing you towards these sites, and
3: thank you. Yeah, I have
2: used I have used them to great effect for myself. Oh, really? In, in several times in issues with the government, and also in my in dealings with, um, you know, suppliers that may not be operating <laughs> fully mm-hmm. legitimately.
3: Well, you um, know, in um, in that in the situation in Peterborough where I got these bogus charges, the first thing I did, because um, I'm in communication with Christopher James too. I don't know if you know him, a warrior calls. And he, what he advised me to do was the first thing I did was um, I started sending notices to the chief of police, the the officer who actually arrested me, and the man who apparently signed digitally signed the the fraudulent warrant that they used. And Christopher t- Christopher told me send it by email, fax, and registered letter just to be as thorough yes. as possible. And then wait a few days and do it again, do it three times. And one of the things was, you know, um, saying like, you know, you have until such and such a date to rebut what I'm saying with evidence. And if you can't, I'll have your tacit agreement that you violated your oath and um, your fiduciary bond or whatever.
2: Fiduciary so, yeah, 100%. That yeah. is exactly it.
3: Well, what happened in Peterborough, none of my friends seem to believe that this is what ha- I'll just explain. So I, I was doing that. I ended up sending eight notices the third time I didn't send the facts, but whatever. And I gave the, the chief of police and the, the cop um, until a certain day. And it was a Friday. And I said, if I don't hear from you by the end of Friday, I'll have your tacit agreement that you violated your oaths. Well, that Friday came. And that chief of police, he had just renewed his contract, I think, the year before. There was some shady business there, but he definitely was not planning on leaving his job anytime soon. Well, when that Friday afternoon came, he suddenly announced his retirement effective Monday wow. and he was, that's it. that was the end of it. He and, was gone. And,
2: and they don't believe it so, was you. So.
3: <laughs> yeah, But of none course. of my friends think that's why he, he did it. Like they, there could have been other things. So it's hard to know.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I'm going to go with you from what I've observed.
3: I like to think, that, know, that had it's, something you it's know,
2: it's the same as before the vaccinations came out, where, you know, following a protocol put together by Solutions Empowerment, I wrote to our prime minister three times. And in the end, I got a letter saying vaccines are not compulsory. This is before vaccines were even being. Closed. Oh,
3: is that right? So man? I had a
2: letter in my name from the prime minister telling me that vaccines are not compulsory. Oh,
3: wow. As did many, many Australians. Wow. No, that's great. It's really important for us to learn about these things. And I've been delving into it somewhat. It just, it gets a little, like sometimes you hear different things from different people and then you think, oh my God, I don't know what to believe. And um, then it can be different from jurisdiction to jurisdiction or even court to court, or even just the human being that you're dealing with on the other end might interpret things. So so that's where it gets kind of scary and uncertain, but.
2: My view is do your best not to believe anything. I do my Mm. best not to believe anything, but I'm certainly happy to test these ideas.
3: Mm -hmm. And in
2: each of the times that I've tested them, it's been successful. That's that's, amazing.
3: Yeah. mm. No, that's wonderful. See, I I was listening to someone um, recently. There's a man named Ken Cousins, and he has an organization called Pantera, and they've been around for a number of years. And what he's been teaching, he was, teaching people to be really careful about that because, and I haven't fact checked everything he said, but he has this long document on his site. It's over hundred pages and it's called the overview of the world system of bondage. And he goes over historically different like papal bulls and different things that were put in place that kind of led us to where we are. Yes. And what he was saying was, um, you know, we always have these emergencies and I think it's, if I understand correctly, it's partly so that they can, in a so-called emergency situation, they can invoke these emergency powers and emergency banking and different things. Right. But mm-hmm. also they, you know, going back to the whole thing about a corporation and they purposely make the corporation bankrupt. And then they trick us into acting as surety for the yes. corporate franchise that they created it with our name and tricking us that way. So yes. he was, he what he believes is, um, That part of, at least in the U.S., and it's always hard to know what applies where, but basically they, in the Trading with the Enemies Act, first they specifically said that any people that are under their jurisdiction are not considered enemies, but then a few years later they added an amendment or in some other law, I think it was an amendment, and they changed it and they specifically defined anyone who is under their jurisdiction as an enemy and, and that's, the way they look correct. at it is this. Yes. Yeah, so, and he says, if you act in commerce that to them, it's like taking up arms and they'll consider you belligerent or um, what's the other thing I forget. But anyway, so he was saying like what he believes people have to do. And he says, he just figured this piece out in the last few years is to not act in commerce because to them, any act in commerce, they they really don't like it. And he said, you might have success to a point, but if you start having too much success or too many people are catching on to what you're doing, they'll just shut you down and put you in jail. So I really like, that's where I get confused. And they I don't, don't like,
0: they, they only like monopolies. Yeah, that yeah, sounds so, about right. So,
2: uh, and that, that's the reason why I recommend also this uh, fellow who is called um, Christian Remedy in Law. Because essentially okay. he, he points out the same situation. He says that you are held uh, in bondage through your birth certificate and your job is to disavow your birth certificate. He talks about how to do that.
0: He is this the website saying, here, Frank? ChristianRemedyInLaw.org? Uh, it
2: could be, but I mostly use the YouTube site. It
0: looks similar, but I will oh, have to right. find Yeah, it. that's okay. Let's see. Videos.
3: It, it's like it could be similar to what Ken Cousins talks about um, because like he talks about you have to um, rescind all your signatures and yeah. you can because it, everything was done in fraud. They didn't disclose all the terms and conditions, mm-hmm. revoke all powers of attorney and yeah. tr- cancel all, uh, terminate all contracts, agreements, oaths, anything that might bind you yeah. to that name. Yeah. And then there are a few other steps. And he talks about claiming your ancestral estate. And that has yes. to do with the Sesca 2V, uh, that whole thing. Yeah. It's called so. the Seti
2: K Act. And the Seti K Act was issued in 1666 at the time of the Great Fire in London.
3: Right. And in that act,
2: in that act um, it's well worth reading. I've actually published it here on this site. Um, okay. But uh, we'll, the Seti K Act essentially yeah. is. Um, it's... It's a, yeah, it's an eye-opener for sure. Yeah, and that's what they since just senior de- Yeah. So, yeah, right. it sounds like we're and on the same sort
3: track.
2: Yeah, but we're on the same sort of track.
3: Yeah, I think you, so. when your I birth birth it year, It's
2: actually a certificate of stillbirth.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, right? It's so insane. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, and these L. are the things
2: that led me to the Bible, to, to just follow the Bible.
3: my remedy
2: and law. Yeah.
3: Well, and yeah, and Jesus apparently said, you know, uh, or whatever, it's in the Bible, different things about God is no respecter of persons. And some people think that thing about don't, um, the graven images, not to worship the whatever, um, that that's actually referring to the name. Yeah. You know, don't get, don't identify with that name. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's very, very interesting stuff for sure. I got a letter in the mail recently. It was just, it was like from this Ontario Health, uh, what is it? I think it's called Ontario Health. And they were encouraging me to get a mammogram. And so I thought, well, screw this, I'm gonna to respond to her letter. And I, so I found some email addresses and I I said, um, I did just like a one page spiel. And I said that, you know, I found out these things and this was all done through fraud. So I hereby um, rescind all the my signatures and da, 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 da. And in the end I told her, um, if you need to, she emailed me back, and I was getting annoyed. So I said, um, then I, then I assigned them as trustees. I said, um, uh, you know, I hereby assign you all as trustees of in any um, public trusts that might that of which I'm the lawful beneficial beneficiary. And anyway, I said, if you need to con, uh, communicate with me, you may do so by addressing communications to. Christine colon living woman who does unbonded, unincorporated living woman who does not act as surety for a corporation or something like that. And she wrote back yeah. to me, she emailed me and she addressed me that way. Christine, unincorporated, unbonded living woman of the Massey family. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I think,
2: think that I thing of um, the trust, um, again, care has to be... It, it, Taken there, but certainly there is a um, yeah you know, a straw man, as you're aware.
3: Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, f- I think we're gonna we're gonna figure it all out and bust it all I, open, hopefully before long, because <laughs> a lot well, of people are yeah. I think to
2: I, I think the timing between the various disasters that goes on is really to distract people from this awareness of of how they. And people have been contracted, if you like, yeah, um, without them realizing. Yes. People, you know, there's discussions of freedom, but in fact, people are assumed to be the servants of essentially
0: the Pope.
3: Yes, that's how I understand it too.
0: Not the Jews, which is
3: really insane.
0: Not the Jews, Frank. Oh.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why are there so many podcasts from Jordan?
0: telling we can't blame the Jews Christine Frank does karaoke if you have any requests I'm sure he uh, could learn the song quickly for you
3: <laughs> cool
0: but uh, we, speaking of that debate I'm still hoping to hear back from John Friend who says the Jews did everything and then we have on the other side Giovanni Sirucci who says all low, all roads lead back to Rome Jesuits so uh, we're going to hopefully resolve that or get some conversation in around that I don't have a a Freemason representative to come on at this time but uh, among those three constituencies I'm sure somebody's wielding undue influence
2: Freemasons anyway
0: both of them will (laughs) probably turn out to be Freemasons yeah really now one of the reasons um I contacted you, Christine. Other than just to get a general update and how you're doing, is one of the females researchers, and it seems like all the some of the best ones are female. Uh, is I stumbled upon Catherine Watt, who has the website baileywicknews.substack.com, and between her and Sasha Latipova, who also has a Substack with some artwork at the end of each piece. These two, yes, Sasha Ladapova, due diligence and art. Uh, Between these two women, they've really laid out a really great case that this is a a military operation, Operation Warp Speed or whatever you want to call it, where they have used the military to subcontract all all these uh, pharmaceutical companies, specifically Pfizer, to really create a military countermeasure Mm -hmm. which excludes them from all kinds of liabilities and allows them to just operate on top of the law and maybe go through a few motions to pretend that they are operating within the law. But of course, because it's a state of emergency and they're the military and this is a countermeasure, none of the existing preconceived notions about uh, vaccines or viruses are applicable and I thought they've done a really great job, and and just laying bare all of the research, and they've just left it for anyone to take it and run with it. And Sorry,
3: I didn't. Can you repeat your last line that you said about viruses or contagious? Sorry.
0: Well, no. I well, I don't remember what I just said, but they okay. really they they were just what what I'm saying is they this this is being operated under a military as a military operation and the, the so-called vaccines are really called military countermeasures, which allows them to operate on top of the existing rules and regulations and acts because it's a military operation.
3: Right. And the way, well, you know that,
0: yeah,
3: that, that actually fits with what we were just talking about in the sense yeah. that like Ken Cousins and other people say we have actually been under military law or rule or whatever you want to call it for a long time. They just don't come out and say it. That's why so many crazy things are going on and don't seem to make sense. It's because they're operating under this whole other set of rules and pretending to follow these, these other laws. So
0: I feel like what you're
3: saying actually fits, except they're only going back a certain number of decades And focusing on certain things, but not going back to the whole thing about all traces back to the papal bulls and all that. I
0: I agree. This this is a huge deception that goes back to the beginning, but they're just going back a little bit to show you specifically what laws were created and how this is a military operation. I thought it was pretty good. And I I just. It
3: makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that, and that I saw you on one of the posts or. I think uh, you were somehow interfacing with one of their posts that were, um, you were challenging Catherine Watt on her belief in viruses. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. So I'll just explain what happened there. So, excuse me. So I'm not critiquing her legal analysis. I'm not even, haven't delved into it. I just have like a very superficial um, thing about that. But what the reason she got our attention was, um, you know, she's, talking like, consistently about a bioweapon, making all these references to bioweapon or contagious pathogen, do, do, do as if that whole part is real about the virus. Right. Yeah. And so she did um, a presentation on the platform, medical doctors for COVID ethics. Uh, I guess it was like a few weeks ago.
4: Yeah.
3: And so one of my colleagues, um, a couple of them were on and one of them asked her because she was using the term her terminology in a vague sort of way and people do this often where they're saying like bioweapon and you're not sure are you talking about an alleged virus or are you talking about the injections or what right so he asked her about that and she was kind of like whatever like both and then She had been talking about, um, I guess, pointing out flaws in how they hadn't properly tested the so called vaccines for effectiveness. So he was telling her, you know, that he liked a lot of her presentation. But when it came to that part, you know, he said it's kind of like you're talking about testing for the effectiveness of a unicorn repellent because, and nobody's shown there's a unicorn, right? So he was like pointing that out to her and saying, like, you're missing the biggest, like, this huge, Chunk of the story that there actually isn't even a virus. Anyway, and then um, Eric Coppolino, investigative reporter, questioned her and he asked her, um, he brought up the FOI responses because this woman is, you know, doing all this analysis of legalities. She's a paralegal. And she's talking about bioweapons and making, you know, she has said on her website that she's read all these scientific papers as well. And I've seen where she even made a statement a really, I found a really strange um, generalized statement where she said that any biologically active product is inherently toxic, lethal and toxic, aggressive, toxic and lethal, which didn't make any sense to me. But anyway, my point is she's talking about legalities and she's delving into scientific stuff too. But when Eric, oh, he, he just asked her, like there's all these institutions admitting that they don't have a sample of the virus. Would you comment on that? And her, she was like, no. And kind of with attitude. And then he was like, no. And she's like, no, no, I'm not commenting on that. And she just refused to, you know, even... Comment on it, which was really odd. Um, So one of my article, one of my colleagues wrote up an article about this. You know, and the point is just, it's not to attack her, but you know, we're on a mission to expose the fake germ, you know, virus story, all virology, and some people even more generally germ theory. So you know, we're it's it's we're three years into this, and we still have all these people that are on the circuit kind of, so to speak and talking still like there's a virus and unquestionably going along with that. And, you know, frankly, we're getting pretty damn tired of this, right? Like,
0: yeah,
3: okay, you're a legal person. and, and
0: So you think she should know, she, she should like, have known better.
3: Absolutely. I think she should know better. And she seems to be somewhat connected to children's health defense who have been, very much pushing this whole narrative going along with the story of there's a virus there's a pandemic the tests are legit like basically going along with the whole official narrative the lab leak the you know all of this and we're just like you know where's your science what science do you have and oh yeah so eric also asked her the some of the transcript is in the the article here so then he asked her are you asserting there was a lab release of SARS-CoV-2 and she answered, I don't know exactly how they released it. So she's implying that it exists. And and then she talks about maybe it was aerosol dispersal in highly populated locations, a communicable pathogen, blah, blah, blah. And then he asks her, uh, well, he says, okay, so you're saying that not a lab release, not an accidental release, but she's hypothesizing that maybe there was something sprayed in cities, in key cities. And this is, she picked this up from Jay Cooey of Children's Health Defense Science Advisor. And so she said, yeah, that's my working model of how they, you know, got people hyped up about a, a virus. So he asked her, do you have any documentary evidence of that theory? And she said, no. And he said, so this is just a theory without probable cause. And she said, Yeah, like that was it. She's just so we have all these people that they just talking repeating what other people are saying, but they're 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 not actually doing their due diligence. They have no science whatsoever. And then when they're shown legal confessions from around the world, like, hello, they're all saying they don't have a sample of this alleged virus. And and this legal expert won't even comment on it. So you know, again, we're not trying to trash or her, attack her personally or anything like that, or say. But does that make motivation. you suspicious
0: of her, of her motives? Is that
3: well, to be honest,ly yeah, and yeah. it's gotten to the point that like, with I don't know if you saw my how we also questioned um, Mary Holland, who acts as president of Children's Health Defense.
0: No, where did you put so, that? Where's that? Oh, that was in
3: my that was in my last, my last newsletter also. I'm surprised you didn't see that one because that one got a lot of. Is that on your website? It's on the same. I think you have my Substack, right? Or you get my email newsletter?
0: Probably. I can
3: pull it up if you'd like to see it because this one was more explosive, to be perfectly honest. What's the
0: name of your Substack, Chris?
3: Uh, It's Christine Massey FOIs. Oh, Christine Massey's Germ FOI newsletter. So what happened here? I'll just start telling you about it. But it's on Substack? Just before you go on, Christine, I, I, yeah.
2: I, I would like to thank you for what you've done with that with that woman really oh. to, you know, I think, you know, as you have, I think you are completely correct. The, the, the problem is the germ theory.
3: Yeah, thank you. Absolutely.
2: And, and, and any, I mean, that's, that's, you know, we, we know that there are always going to be layers of the onion here, and she's another layer of the onion to protect that that germ theory.
3: Yeah, I, I mean I you know, obviously I can't say that I know that, but this is I mean there there seem to be all these people connected with children's offense, Meryl Nass, Jay Cooey, um, Catherine.
2: Well I, I, I can tell you without I can tell you that the that the mortality statistics for twenty twenty in Australia indicated that Australia had its lowest death rate. In recorded history, in 2020.
3: Oh, is that right? Yeah, it, isn't that crazy, right? Yeah, and then it, Danny was, it was by far his...
2: the healthiest year of all time.
3: Yeah. In Australia. So how does anybody still go along with the, this story? Of just pandemic? people. When it's I say just... that
2: to them, they just argue with me, even yeah. though the stats are published. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's 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 just ridiculous, and. I mean, the reason we keep at this is, you know, we know it's not just COVID too. This is going back over a hundred years. And, you know, like one of the things that bothers me the most is to think, especially in the States, like children are getting dozens and dozens and dozens of injections and they're coerced, you know, to go to school. And parents don't want their kids to to play with children who are not fully vaccinated and... Um, you know, elderly people getting a, a flu shot. My mom probably gets the damn flu shot every year, you know, and like, I'm not on the internet finding out what we're finding out, and they're being taken advantage of and hurt. And it, it's, there's just, there's so many layers to all, you know, every, all those stupid things that happen because of this belief in viruses. So, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And children's health defense of all, like, Children's Health for Defense, hello, and you're focused on scenes like they should be all over this. And yet, yeah, what happened on, um, I think it's February 26th, so Mary Holland had done a, a, a presentation on that same platform, Medical Doctors for COVID Ethics. And in the question and answer, my colleague Bill, first he spoke to her first and he said, he called her out. He said, Mary, why is Children's Health Defense um, protecting the core lie, the core fraud of this whole thing? You guys are going along with the virus, the pandemic, you know. And she just kind of went, oh, I, I don't think we're doing that. I don't think we're doing that. And then when I got my turn, I said, Mary, um, I need to know what is, or what is Children's Health Defense's current position on the virus? Does it exist? Yes or no? And if so, what science do you rely on? So I really put her on the spot. And then before I gave her a chance to answer, I reminded her of three things. April of last year, Eric Coppolino was at an event where um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. gave a talk. And then there was a question and answer period. And Eric brought up the FOI responses and said, will you comment? And Robert F. Kennedy Jr., it's a whole shit show. I mean, it's on Eric's website. But basically... Uh, he gets all flustered and tongue-tied, like, you've never seen this man get flustered like this.
0: Robert, he ends up saying, sorry, he, sorry, Kennedy got flustered?
3: Yeah, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Oh, wow. He ends up trying to say, basically, oh, I see people discussing this on our email list. Um, I have a lot of respect for some of the no-virus people, but most people seem to believe they exist. And I, I tend to think they probably exist. This is a man who has a whole book coming out any day now about the origins of COVID-19. Oh, wow. You know, they're all over the lab leak bullshit. I'm sorry. But, you know, like, and he couldn't even come out and say, yeah, I've seen science. Like I'm, I'm convinced that it exists. This is a man, this is a lawyer who's supposed to be looking at evidence and who has a history of dealing with mercury and all these toxins and saying, I'm perfectly comfortable reading scientific literature but then it comes to something that's as simple as, did they do the scientific method or not? Do they have an independent variable or not? Oh, you know, he ends up saying, oh, I I shouldn't have, he tried to laugh it off and then Eric pressed him again. And then he goes, oh, I I should have just said, I'm not gonna answer the question. So that was the first thing I I brought up with Mary. And then I reminded her that um, there's a private email that's on Eric's website Someone, someone um, well-known in the no virus um, movement had written an email to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. On, along the lines of saying, you know, will you help us get this truth out? It wasn't, you know, the wording was different, but anyway, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. responded and this is on Eric's website, basically saying, you know, I admire you a lot. You have a lot of integrity. I respect what you're doing going. But I have to beg off on this issue for now because the cost benefit ratio just doesn't really work for me. And if you guys get it closer to the goal line, then maybe we'll come in and help you. But for now, you know, it just doesn't really work. And it was basically sounds like just a blatant admission that if I go there, you know, I might lose followers. We're not going to get as many donations. Doesn't really work for me at this time, but you guys keep going at it. Well, he keeps well, spilling all I, this bullshit. You
2: have to, you have to admire that honestly, don't you? I mean, the fact that he was so blatant, I think. Is, yeah. yeah, I
0: think that it's, is I, the I, honest I answer, that. though. I, I think that is, this is I think that is his honest answer. It's,
3: it's honest, but it's quite disgusting. Like, you, you're taking money from donors. You have probably millions of followers. They think they're getting accurate information from you. They think the no-virus people are crazy because if there was no virus... Children's health defense tell us, you know, um, Dell big tree would tell us. So they're hoodwinking people. They're taking people for a ride. He gets a half a million dollars a year salary now. And the last I checked, she gets at least 180,000. I think that was a few years ago. I think she might be over 200,000 a year now to just like take people for a ride, basically. And I'm not really holding back anymore because again, we're like three years in at this point. So, And the other thing I reminded her of was at the end of last year, um, I sent an email to her and Robert and I I attached the SARS-CoV-2 isolation papers out of China and the CDC study and one other. And I said, have you read the methods in these papers? And if so, do you consider them valid and scientific? And then I said, also, do you have any science showing the existence of any virus whatsoever. I was perfectly polite, like I was just polite. And long story short, in these emails I published also, uh, she didn't answer any of my questions. She gave me some paragraphs that we found out later came from Jay Cooey. Um, and then she put me in touch with Jay Cooey. So I ended up asking Jay Cooey basically the same things. Jay Cooey, well, I actually contacted Jay because he was doing like uh, videos where he's trashing us and saying crazy things about no virus people. Oh. Um, and so I wrote to him, I was like, well, you know, wh- what are you doing? And um, what science do you have? So we had a, an extensive back and forth. Jay never once tried to cite even one study to back up his claims. Um, and then Eric did a three hour interview with Jay Cooey. And ba- Jay basically had to admit, like, pff, he doesn't have any science, but he keeps talking about coronaviruses and clones of coronaviruses anyway. And in one of his other videos that he had done, he admitted on one point, he's got the, this video taken down now, but we have a copy of it. He actually said, Virology for the last 20 years has been based on indirect observations of things that virologists can't even prove exist.
0: Well, I've heard that before. I've heard that before.
3: So I said this to Mary, that's your science advisor telling you this. So Mary, what's your position? Virus, yes or no? And if so, what science? Well, Mary, she... She's puts her head down and she's like rubbing her head and she goes, "Oh, I, I don't think I can give you an answer that will satisfy you. We're open to there being a virus. <laughs> is We're this, open to is, this not being a virus. is this
4: it here? Is this it here? Right about yeah. Yeah. dimensions. To Are that. you? Um, uh, Jay Cooey is, I, is somebody who yeah. has studied virology, and so I think he is and has been delving more deeply in that. I don't um, we're trying to cover the issue. Uh, I don't think we've stated that there is a the virus. We haven't stated that there's not a virus. We're exploring what reality is. And we clearly agree with you that there are very serious problems with the narrative Um I don't think I have definitive answers on a lot of this. Bobby's writing a book- With,
3: with all due respect, your, your, your website is full of content about a virus, gain of function. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has a whole book coming out about the origin of so-called COVID. You have not been dealing with this in a balanced way. You gave- or oh, you had uh, David Rasnick and Michael Wallach on one time, and I think there's one presentation with Alex Zek or one other, one other something on your website. Compared to what hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of articles, uh, interviews, conversations about COVID-19, as if it's a real phenomenon. So no, with all due respect, you have not been, you have been, you have not been helping at all. You've been extremely one-sided, which to me is just blatantly unethical, unlawful. You're misleading. Your your people rely on you guys for accurate information, and they think, for God's sake, if there was no, no virus, uh, for, uh, of all people's children's health defense would be warning us. It's it's it, what it's been like for the last three years. It's been like having another layer of government to have to deal with to dispel the all the nonsense coming out of your organization, because uh, uh, there's like millions I, like I said, of people to listening it, invited, to you guys. I, I, so I I, I'm say- sorry. I just I.
4: So I appreciate that. With all due respect, I, I brought on, you know, Andy Kaufman and Tom Cowan to debate this with some of the other scientists who are on this call. And um, it wasn't as fruitful as I would have hoped. And um, like I say, we're we, this is still something that we want to hear. I'm sorry. It's just pointing to you. Now, so that
3: now. was bullshit. There you <laughs> go. That was bullshit. So Mary, I got muted. I couldn't respond back to what she said. But you heard her saying that she had Tom uh, Tom Callan and yeah. Kaufman on. No, they haven't. Oh, they haven't? No, okay. what, what had happened was Tom contacted Mary and tried to set up a debate. He, his, and his proposal was that Tom and Robert would co-moderate a debate so that it's balanced. You have a, a moderator from each side. And the debate would be between Andy Kaufman and Mark Bailey on the no virus side. And Children's Health Defense should pick whoever their two strongest speakers are who want to argue that there is a virus. And that was uh, quite some time ago. And it's not still not set up because the last we've heard, uh, Robert wouldn't agree to it.
0: Well, there you go. Or or he
3: doesn't have time for it or whatever.
0: Well, don't forget, he is going to be running for president as well. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I know I know, but I mean That'll I wait. mean come on you write you have a whole book you have time to write a whole damn book and and continually put out you know article after article but I mean come on or I mean, it's just ridiculous, So, but that was dishonest what she's saying. Oh, she made it sound like they already had them on. No, they didn't, and it was Tom trying to set something up, but they do this sort of thing all the time, like Steve Kirsch does it, Jay Cooey does it, they try to make it sound like we've been so nasty or we ran away from a debate, you know, when it's the complete opposite is what's going on, so I'm a little worked up. I'll calm down now. (laughs) Well, but
2: I, I think I think you have very good reason to be because what we're finding now is that this you know the talk about the injections um, and how you know people manage the epidemiology all incorrectly and masks and so on everything except the idea that virology is in fact a fraudulent subject exactly. entirely yeah. and and so and I- you end up without you Someone like you pushing this very this point very very fiercely. Um, people like me just can't get to hear about it. Yeah. And 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 I while while I might you know I might agree vehemently with you, I don't go to, you know, get myself into the things that you're able to get to to actually put the questions directly to the people the way that you have done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it. I, I just think ch- you. Able to do that is just outstanding, and I applaud you for it.
3: So, well, thank you. I mean, I, I didn't even want to talk to her that day. I had headache and I was very tired, which is partly why I got worked up. But I think it all worked out for the best that they needed to, need to be backed into a corner, and that's what we're doing not to attack somebody, but just like, damn, if you're gonna put yourself gonna out there, hold, the fire. Hold, them,
2: hold their feet to the fire. Yeah,
3: yeah. And if this guy is going to run for president, possibly. Like, we don't – I mean, I know they're all liars anyway, politicians. He's not going to save you. The the only way you
2: can tell if they're lying is if their lips move. You know that.
3: Yeah, exactly, right? So, uh, anyway, at least if he is going to become president, we'll do everything we can to expose him beforehand, at least on this issue, to the extent possible. And that's not what we want to be doing. Like, we would rather work with these People like let's all yeah like, let's all come together let's unite yeah but we can unite when you guys start telling the truth we're not going to unite under baloney and pseudoscience and I, I've t- heard a couple of people say I've never actually read Agenda 2030 but I've heard people say that they're like planning they want us taking something like 500 vaccines each by 2030. Well, like, I don't know if that's that number of somebody exactly
0: yeah a good chunk of the. Seventeen SDGs, Sustainable Development Goals, are have vaccine written into them. I and I, yeah. I have. I'm still going through the different Sustainable Development Goals, as has been discussed on Rumble with uh, Mark Friesen. I think you know Mark Friesen from Saskatchewan. Yeah,
3: I, I, I don't not terribly familiar, but I'm familiar with him.
0: Yeah, so that's it's it's all part of it. There's no doubt. I'll look mm-hmm. that up. I actually have to download some of them because that is on a podcast called Acres for Truth. And here are they're up to number thirteen of the seventeen Sustainable Development Goals. So they are talking about them. It's very interesting, and it is coming. Canada is fully signed up to it, and it is coming. But I, yeah, it's it's pretty disgusting. What the plan is. But I suppose if they have enough people willingly doing it, which I'm pretty sure there's still a good chunk of believers out there. Sadly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, What's your view on why
2: that is, Christine? Do you think people are willfully ignorant?
3: On the germ theory specifically or more generally the agenda? Let's let's just just say the germ theory
2: you know let's just say the germ theory
3: oh well i can tell you i know i know i have known for a while that there have been quite a lot of people even like personal friends of mine frustrate me that (laughs) know but they won't talk about it like they still argue within the germ theory like as if they don't know and they know perfectly well so i just want to shake them but um but i've had like over the last three years. Like I've had emails here and there from doctors, even a lawyer, people saying, you know, yeah, you know, I can see what you're saying and and you guys are right, but like they're not ready to go public yet. And I mean, there's been lawyers like Rocco Galati, for God's sake. You know, he was on a round table with um with Andy yeah, with Andy and some other people back in 2020. And he's saying, oh, Dr. Kaufman, I've been following your work. And he was tweeting, yeah, the virus has never been isolated. He emailed me and he's like, oh, thank you so much, Christine. I'm going to use this in one of my next filings, right? Pfft, never did any of that. Never asked me for an affidavit. Stop yeah. talking about it. Then on Twitter, he's saying, oh, every virus has at least 40 variants fuck off wow, <laughs> well
0: <laughs> so if you want to read about uh, his court filings Christine looked at Canucklaw.ca yes yes
3: yes. Canucklaw is doing amazing work she's basically
0: yeah. exposing these these filings as complete incompetency and the yeah. court is telling the court is throwing all of them out so the question yeah, is exactly. is he incompetent or is it a deliberate saboteur?
3: You know what's funny? Because um, I, I got totally sucked in by Rocco in the beginning. Like I was promoting him. I was one of those people saying, oh, he's Canada's top constitutional lawyer. And I didn't know what the hell I was talking about looking back, but right. I just got sucked into all his talk. Yeah. And he talked a um, good talk. Yeah, he does. And um, what was I going to say? Oh, but that webinar that I mentioned from 2020, one. When- I'm pretty sure it was that one, but there was definitely one from him in 2020, and he said something that really stuck in my mind. And he he said that when he was in law school, he he had a nickname that the other students gave him, and they called him Nate Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and you know, I've always remembered that, and then, I don't know, like I thought in the beginning. When other lawyers were criticizing him, I thought, oh, it's just because they don't like what he's saying, but I don't know anything le- about legalities and what a how a pleading or whatever is supposed to be written up. And now, l- l- largely thanks to Canuck Law, I'm realizing it yeah. sounds like their criticisms were were valid, you know, and yeah, who, who can respond to like a 400 page document? Like you have to simplify it. You have to drill down and be concise, right. To make it fair for someone to respond to you. So, um, and the fact that he just keeps going and going and he's suing Canuck law, he's taking them and that whole thing is completely retarded. And I actually saw on his website, what is it called? Whole, Whole heart media or something he has this website and media. It sounded like he was Trent planning on building some media uh, empire. He
2: was talking Yeah,
0: he had about that, like uh, that Indian girl that was interviewing yeah. him all the time. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, He's an excellent he, is he? I <laughs> don't
3: well, he was planning on something. I don't know if it's really taken off or not, but um, he, they had an article about how they were. he was suing Canuck Law. And it was the dumbest thing. It was really weird because it was so poorly written. It was full of typos. I couldn't believe they even put this on the website. But the weirdest thing was they quoted Rocco saying, because Canuck Law keeps asking questions. I guess other people have maybe been asking questions like, hey, Rocco, how come this lawsuit is going absolutely nowhere? Why didn't you ask for a judgment when the other, the defendants never filed a, a def, you know, a claim or whatever, or whatever, it's supposed to be a defense. A
2: defense, I didn't file a defense,
3: yeah. Yeah, they didn't follow, and he didn't follow up, he just left it, I it's like, okay. And so he he said in this article, he was quoted as saying, no one but my clients are allowed to ask me questions about cases, It's like, what the hell? Anybody can ask you a question. You know, you don't have to answer, but everybody can ask. But it was like he was just being a complete bully, trying to make people feel like, oh, can't even ask Rocco about his case. God forbid, maybe he's going to sue me if I ask a question.
0: And I think think he was involved involved in the so-called 2006 Ontario terrorism case, the Toronto 18. This is oh, okay. I don't, this is, I don't know. well. The thing is, this is probably another psychological operation. So the idea that he's tied up with something like this is makes it suspicious. This is this is another psyop, I would say, not a real thing. And it ties in, mm-hmm. in eleven, and uh, they arrested men with uh, three metric tons, sixty-six hundred pounds. All the, all the, all. The, Analogies are in this case to to help no. signal that this is just another complete fabricated story. So, well,
3: I, I had a mm. colleague years ago. She was becoming very suspicious of him, and she thought that he had thrown purposely a case
4: mm-hmm.
3: involving um, traditional Chinese medicine. That because they they were being regulated, and right. like regulation it's just a racket to destroy, right. you know, natural health.
0: Yes. Yes. And yes.
3: so he was—he was supposed to be helping these TCM people. And um, anyway, I mean, I gotta be careful what I say, and I—I I don't know right. the details. I'm just saying that my colleague was becoming suspicious
0: even back then.
3: And I'm to the point—I'm just like, screw you, buddy. Well,
0: no, we have to just be aware. We're not gonna—he is. We're not gonna make any accusations. We—we yeah. we know that in psyops, they have there are controlled opposition people placed everywhere. And there it is. Well, I
2: think I think more importantly, if you if you are going to run a case like that, you you've been told not to rent him because he's obviously no good at it. Even if he is genuine.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Either way, your f- friend Kevin has been making comments uh, Wait, about I,
0: any, I don't know him. who Kevin is. So I <laughs> just so you know, he's not my yeah, friend. Yeah. Sorry, okay.
3: your 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 viewer. Okay. Uh, He's asking about,
0: and, he's he, asking about Andrew Kaufman. To, Andrew,
3: Andrew Kaufman is good. that stupid. Andrew
2: Kaufman supports a gym theory. I don't think that's even vaguely true, is it? No,
3: no, you're complete. yeah, Kevin, you're mixed up. It's the opposite if that's what you think. It was Dr. Andrew Kaufman who I first became aware of this whole virus isolation issue. He's one of my heroes. Like, he's one of the legends of the no virus virus. Um, so I'm not really sure yeah. my views were changed oh quickly by Dr. Andrew Kaufman's videos maybe I misunderstood weird how easily moved I was around the germ theory I was persuasive oh no I, absol- I absolutely adore Dr. Kaufman I don't know of any reason whatsoever to be um, suspicious of him in any way he's uh, he's one of the, the uh, I was almost in tears once the first time I was on a zoom call with him and I, I said like if it weren't for you and Dr. Tom Cowan, like I don't know how I would have survived 2020 because I would have gone crazy. But just knowing that they were there and they were on it so consistently, like explaining to people.
0: Yeah, they're very good. Christine Lark in Texas, says in the FACO tube chat, I don't think you can see that. It's on the screen. It's a separate chat. Okay. It doesn't integrate with okay. the, the restream. He says, Mary Holland is a communitarian RFK Jr. is a social impact investor and a fraud. A big Tree, the same. Are you familiar with communitarianism? This is really no. The,
3: I've, not, I've
0: not heard of that. Oh yeah, you should maybe try and look at a couple of my shows where I'm trying to deconstruct communitarianism. It is the third way. It is the, it is the system they want to bring in under Agenda 21, okay. Agenda 30, SDGs, social impact investing. It is. It's a blend I would say between capitalism and communism called communitarianism. Okay. Nobody can quite describe what is coming because they say no it's socialism no it's communism no it's crony well we're under crony capitalism but it's it's uh, private public partnerships but the real the real word I believe is communitarianism and once not, you okay. study I, I, that everything that's coming it, true is
2: No it's really fa- it, it's really fascism Matt, because it is okay. It is government and private companies mm-hmm. operating together we we've seen that now with the australian tax
0: department right uh, um even and the irs uh, is a private corporation
2: 100% these yeah. these are yeah. private the the australian and government same with sold. public health canada it's a yeah, everything it's, has been sold off all it's, the ports have been sold off the railways everything
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: and even the even the registration of of uh, titles
0: are private transactions, right? And it allows them to circumvent a laws. Everything, right? Everything. And and, yeah. the, and instead of the Commonwealth
2: of Australia, the government of the Commonwealth of Australia, it's called the Australian government. Who are they? We don't
0: even know who they are. It's like McDonald's took over running the country. <laughs> if they called it McDonald's, it would be more up front where you must buy yeah, a happy meal every just, month
2: just on this topic interesting that happened in australia now is that the australian securities investments commission has altered or or appears to have now be hiding the fact that the ato is owned by by blackrock and vanguard so that mm. is, since our last talk we've had an effect
0: <laughs> wow that's interesting. Wow. Isn't it? This show, people are listening to the show, you mean?
2: Well, it's either us or it's the the guys who put it, put it in the first place, but it, um, <laughs> they've altered mm-hmm. the – one of the things I wanted to show you is that they've altered that. I'll, I'll put a link to that on.
0: You can show me if you want.
2: Yeah, okay. Just bear with me. I'm sure Chris, I'm Chris, sure
0: Christine I, is interested in this as well because Christine is really multifaceted mm-hmm. in her um interests. And we got I think we got you interested oh, okay, in the definitely East. Christine is... Yeah. Christine um, is a fakeologist for sure.
3: I would like now? to, uh, would like to be able to expose more about the courts too. Like I'm sure those are all corporations too, right? It's private, for profit.
2: Oh yeah. No doubt. Well, again, and you would enjoy listening to the Know Your Rights, um, especially their radio shows, Christine. Okay. Um, The last two or three shows where they talk about the courts, how they work in Australia, and I, I would suggest, if it's not directly applicable, those are quite um, clear. Yeah.
3: Know Your Rights is that the name of their YouTube channel, or
2: that? Well. It's a website in Australia.
3: Mm-hmm. I I think that's something i at before. Yeah. I could be wrong, but
0: yeah.
3: So is, I'm that, trying is that is that was there a screen here?
0: Well go ahead, share. By the way, your internet okay, connection so tonight, Frank, screen. is really poppy. I know you're on the other side of the world, but still. Yes, it's it's The reason that it's poppy,
2: I'd say, I don't think my microphone's very good, but also we're using a uh, wireless internet connection here.
0: Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Okay, let me, I'll take the, uh, I'll take the banner off the show so we can see the whole thing. Yeah, everything's looking good. We can see it. So now,
2: is the Australian Business Registry and ASIC hiding something from the Australian public. In a recent report here on Constitution Watch, we showed publicly available information that the Australian Tax Office is a trading name of the ultimate holding for all company and the entities behind the ultimate holding for all company is BlackRock Investment and the Bank of America, just to name a few. As of March the 7th, 2023, so that's three days ago, the business name has been removed from the Australian Business Register and the entities behind the ultimate holding company for all, or the ultimate holding for all company, have mysteriously been removed from the ASIC Register. Why is the Australian government trying to hide this from
0: the Australian public? Good thing they got screenshots.
3: Well,
2: good thing.
0: Well,
3: so sorry. Is, so, is it the name? Which name has been removed? Is it the Australian government?
2: Well, what what's happened is that the if you click on the link above there, if you see this link here, Christine, mm-hmm. who who are the Australian Taxation Office? I'll click on that now to show you. This will have the original information that was held on Attic, which is the Australian Securities Investment. Commission and it says who are the Australian Taxation Office and it will show you there that it is I beg your pardon it has been completely removed so the ultimate so the
0: ultimate holding company for all well you'd have to find screenshots yes
3: or a way back machine, maybe.
2: Oh, these guys got it. I'll have to find it. We did. We did screen. It. In fact, it will be on Abs' show last show because we showed it oh, on okay. the screen.
3: Cool. It's so awesome though that like people are uncovering all this information, and we have the internet to share it. Like,
0: yeah, it's good. Yeah.
3: How would people share this information years ago? Like.
0: They just did not, and they didn't have to yeah, hide no. all this stuff because people couldn't get at it easily. So let's use the tools while I'm sure we got this them.
2: A, I'm sure this is a coincidence, but if you look at my screen, it says "connectonline.asic.gov.au" Refuse to connect. That's a coincidence,
0: mm-hmm. I'm sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the internet down in that connection right now. That's amazing. <laughs> well, we do, uh, we do a lot of uncovering here, sometimes by accident, and maybe. People are paying attention, so th- this is a good show. I have to admit,
3: that's awesome.
0: We uh, we talk about a lot of stuff here. Uh, fake is looking at that, all kinds of stuff on there. We've got. Uh, there's no other website like this website. We talk about the state, most likely stage train derailment to bring in. This whole dioxin land grab—just it's just amazing what could come from it. If Tim Truth is speculating correctly, we've got uh, stuff on the international is, fake station. Go ahead, Christine.
3: Okay, that is—that's is, that's what Tim Tim thinks that it, it's a land grab.
0: Sorry. Well, he saying the point is that the guys that run this place—it's they play the long game, so they play. They play chess and they do things that don't make any sense now, but by the way, 20 years, they do Mm -hmm. make sense. So he's saying it looks like they may be setting up a situation where they say the land is poison and you have to get off it and they have super funds. I believe that's what it is. The EPA will compensate you for throwing you off your polluted land. With their phony tests to say your land is polluted and people will go along with it because it's for their safety and for their health. And that's how they're just going to eventually, I suppose, corral all the people into the cities and get them off the land. That is the Agenda 21 end game. It's a long-term plan, but they don't want people on their own land wrecking Mother Gaia because they worship Earth. Right. So this is a long-term plan. And it's hard to believe that a movie turned into a simulated train derailment is the pretext for all of this. But he is really extending himself discussing all this and speculating. And hey, without mm-hmm. evidence, speculation's great. I love it.
3: Yeah. I, I haven't researched the train wreck much at all. I've just been concerned all along. Like even if it was a real train wreck, there's any Use it for, you know, like they use everything. It's always an opportunity for them, whatever's going on. Well, yeah, they they make their
0: own opportunities. They don't just wait for these things to happen. So that it's, and they may as well stage it, like Frank said. What's the point in uh, trying to make sure you actually derail a car at the exact right point? You just simulate it. It's much easier. You can't can't leave things to chance.
3: One thing I found very curious in addition to the the moon. We've heard that the movie wasn't actually filmed right in the town, that it was filmed uh, 100 or 200 miles away. Not even. People in, not everyone. even.
0: It was next not door, even. the town next door. Wow. Yeah, we and looked that up. And there were people
3: in, in East Palestine that were in the film. Yes. And the other thing I, is I that it's coincidence. I found, thing.
2: Yeah, I of coincidence.
3: course. The other thing I found really interesting is um, the fact that they rolled out these health ID risk just a few months prior? Like, what are
2: the chances? Of course, chances? there's
0: too many coincidences for it to be what, coincidental. Was it
2: even a few months? I thought it was only a few weeks.
0: No, I, I, saw was, yeah. article,
3: I saw an article from, I think it was October, that it had... I don't know if... How it was a pretty wimpy
0: to looking uh, my ID system where people had QR mm-hmm. codes and they were going to be, have their medical records at the other side of the scan QR code. Who... The company that keeps their medical records, it's not even clear, but the point is they were just going to be barcoded, so for their safety, for their convenience, so when they're found writhing around on the ground, we know their complete medical condition and makeup so we can give them the right drugs, right. that kind of thing. Well, <laughs> but, uh, well
3: I'll definitely be <laughs> yeah. wish there were more hours in the day to look into all this stuff. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, it can get uh, tiring, but um, I don't know how you guys can do this full time, day in and day out. And personally, uh, I just like to do it as a hobby. Yeah. And so well, I,
3: was, I, I got really burned out for a while there, but um, oh yeah, I'm yeah. starting to get my fire back a little bit.
0: Oh, that's good. That's good.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, uh, we've got about two hours, uh, Frank and I. Frank, you've been very patient at the beginning because I. Again, uh, I was just need to uh, get Tim Truth on. Didn't think he'd come by, but I want to give him a bit of a opportunity to discuss his, uh, his series on the East Palestine train thing. And even though he is saying things that I am, am interpreting differently with my media fakery glasses on, he said he doesn't see that coming out of his own research. So it's kind of funny how... We all draw different things from different people's research, but I I really appreciate it anyway because he's doing the hard work for sure, Mm -hmm. digging up all these press conferences and he's got a pretty good site. So I wanted to promote him best I could. So
3: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So much good truth out there.
3: Yeah, it was good to
0: connect, good to update. Um, I still yeah. really like by the way Catherine Watts idea about the COVID kill box. I think she's right about that. I really do. I think it's I think she was the first one I've ever seen lay out the whole military infrastructure in the way she did. I it's a really good presentation. I uh, Did you watch it, Christine?
3: No, I haven't. Oh, that's you what really I say, should. like I'm not even comment. I'm not even commenting on on that side at all. That's not it might be perfectly wonderful
0: what she's doing. It's just yeah. Oh, the virus I see.
3: Button, no, that's I know. All, You know
0: that you're you're so. you're very uh, focused on that. But it, I really exactly. enjoyed her presentation. I put it on Facetube. Yes. I really think it's worth watching. I really, well, mainly because I haven't one discussed it like this. So here she is. Here, if you just mm-hmm. type Watt in the Facotube at the top, you'll find mm-hmm. part one and part two. It's really well done. She knows what she's talking about you know we are probably at this site and this group among the very few people in the whole world Christine that has this whole picture We because the thing I like to do is just to grab a piece of puzzle piece here and from over here I'm assembling my own puzzle and I'm using what I think are all the best researchers in their respective areas so I don't mm-hmm. think I I don't think anyone has the whole puzzle in their head the same way that we do. Oh, no. It's just impossible because we're all researching this elephant. Yeah. So you're specializing in this tiny part and I'm over here. Yeah. I'm just trying to build this this picture so I can. And my, my contribution is to show you what I found. And I put it on my own website, phycologist, phycologist, uh, dot com forward slash. that's what I do so I think Catherine's got good research you've got good research Um, there's overlap but there's not necessarily agreement I think it's really really important
3: yeah well that's awesome no um, we're just like you said holding feet to the fire when they mention if you mention a virus you're gonna you'll hear from us
0: (laughs) absolutely yeah no, All that's, right.
3: That's great. It's doing your work. Oh, well, well, it was awesome talking to you guys. Well, we're trying. And, uh, it was nice to meet you, Frank. Nice to meet oh,
2: you. It was a Thanks pleasure sharing. to meet
0: you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you, Christine. Keep up the good work. You uh, you definitely put your uh, money where your mouth is. You really put yourself out there. So <laughs> it's uh, more than 99% of the, the world does. So uh, we appreciate your work and your tenacity. And uh, keep in touch and stay Stay healthy. Stay and sane. Yeah. All right.
3: Take
0: care. Take care, right. Take care. Bye, 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 Christine and Frank. Good show. Um, yeah, it was a terrific show. I Was glad to be uh, even peripherally involved. Thank you. Well, I I, I kind of hijacked the day because you know I invite people and they don't always show up, so you're obviously a convenient fallback. But um, I'm happy to get your your sage wisdom and input, and I think you too. Had a pretty good interaction. Um, yeah, absolutely. I I agree, 100. And this, and of course, today was the first time you actually sent me an agenda that you want to talk about. So it was interesting. I said, like, Oh no, he's got a whole agenda for today's show. But next uh,
2: next, ag- next time
0: for sure. Yeah, we'll we'll get you next. Time. So that's the benefit of coming on weekly. And uh, okay. you may be around on the weekend. Where we do the audio chats with uh, Be Told from Rick and the rest of the gang, so there's always that. So the audio chat Sorry. was a real banger last weekend, wasn't it? Absolutely stunning, stunning. I thought and one compl- of
2: the most. You were weird... you were moved by it. What just? Everything came out there. I think from you know the. I thought the
0: spiritual discussion
2: was at the very highest level.
0: And who it was? Were you speaking in particular of any particular one? Caller? Well, I in just or?
2: think all of the you know, all of the contributors put forward their views from their perspectives. And I, um, for me, it it, it confirmed. I found it to be confirming data that um, prayer is beneficial, the reciting of the Lord's prayer is beneficial, and that um, the Bible holds much to be grateful for. Um, And I'm sure other people probably came to a completely different reading of the the data that was presented. But um, I would certainly urge anybody who's interested in the battle of ideas with regard to spirituality to listen to that talk. I um I just thought the participants were on another level.
0: Alright, mysterious was uh, the new voice, and of course we had Dave J and Oh we- and Eleven
2: Seven was also a new voice.
0: Eleven seven was a new voice, a great find. Thomas J. brought him onto the scene. That was fantastic. Thomas that- J Jay, Thomas
2: J.'s contributions invaluable. You know the as I said, I, I probably not speak highly enough of that particular
0: audio. It, it, it would be one of my... All-time, all-timers? All-time, all-timers, without a doubt, yeah. And let's just look it up real quick so people can grab it from the show notes. I believe it was fac 1230 meets Dave J. I thought those two would have a great connection, and I think they did for quite a bit of the show so that'll be show note number nine
2: it reminded me of the discussion on marriage between Sarah and Marcus Allen's wife oh you
0: enjoyed that one was, too
2: huh you know equally I mean those two shows you know are people really bearing their emotional and I guess logical views was They're two powerful shows. Probably this latest one I would rank above that other one, but, you know, another very powerful
0: one. FAK 533. Was that the show? I wonder. I don't... Oh, well, maybe. FAK 531. Was that it? I'm not sure. So I'll just put a link to FAK 533, and it has a link to FAK... Five thirty-one, maybe that's it. So I'll put that in the show notes as well. Okay. Now I'll just bore you
2: to let you know that my my um, appearance at the Geelong Country Music Show was considered as a success. Okay. And I've been invited to perform again next year. So, all of you in North America, you've got a year to get your tickets to come to the Geelong Country Music Festival.
0: All right. Okay. Do you have a video of that for the for your for your fandom? Uh, I, I don't, but I think there's something on Facebook I'll share it with people who watch Facebook. Okay. Well, if you want, send me a copy and we'll put it in the show notes. Sure. All right, Frank. All right. And if you take want care. to get in contact with Frank, frank at fakeologist.com and you can give him feedback. Go to his go to take care of your penis.com and uh, everyone likes feedback so make sure you send an email All right, thank you Frank all the best and thanks everyone here fakeologist.com, fakeotube.com remember we're value for value we can't do without you if you want to make a donation fakeologist.com forward slash donate donor box, paypal, epic cash, epic pay monero, bitcoin cash in the mail paypal, patreon we got it all